There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jim, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime, the broadcast, a broad perspective of all things footy. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. You're joining episode one, part two, already in progress, featuring Claire Rustad, Rian Wilkinson, and Amy Walsh. So, what was your favorite dark arts move on on the pitch? So you. You know, you have to do it sort of under the radar. It's on a corner kick or it's on a set piece. What are you doing to get into somebody else's kitchen? Kitchen. I couldn't do it. I, I never did that stuff. I was the one who got that stuff done. Oh, like, come on, Claire. Fuck what off. You did some shit. I was just tall and like a big thing. You're beasting people out of the way, Claire. I ran into people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was, I was oh, pinching. Oh. I was pulling there was no oh, yeah, you totally were. There was there was never any hair pulling, but I was I was doing some stuff. And in, in fact, there's a girl who actually went to school with Bonnie, my younger sister. We were playing a club friendly. I'm going sort of far off the national team yeah. path here. Yeah, but and she just happened to be like slightly heavier. And I was snapping because she kept getting in my way during the game. I said, Would you move your fucking fat ass? Just move out of the way. Nice. And she never forgot it. Like I saw her like years later and she's like, you called me fat. I was like, was it calling you fat? You just wouldn't get out of my way. I just got a yellow fat. card once. I got a yellow card once purely based on word of mouth. You can, you're lucky you didn't get a red card from word when of mouth. When we, when based we. Based on word of mouth. Yeah. Do you remember that, <laughs> that camp that we went to in Morocco? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. I remember so those we, pitches. They were not good. Yeah, and I and I I broke a ri- I don't know fracture wrist or something at one point. And you're I, a doctor. Name the bone, Restad. It was they, it was debatable whether it was actually pointy bone. And they made me wear this like this this thing on my wrist, and, and it's called a brace. Who's the doctor here? It wasn't actually a brace. It was just like I was taped up with foam. It was super oh. like it was super like when we talk about resources in women's soccer, yeah. that is what we got. <laughs> I taped it up with some foam. 
And in this corner, it was a corner kick for Morocco. Morocco, And I was defending this girl who was doing all this stuff to me. So I swatted her hand away with my foamy wrist. And he called both to a foam finger. Yeah, Yeah, over and like, and and was like telling her what happened. And the referee was like, oh, okay. And pulls out a yellow and yellow Mm. me. And I was like, you can't do that. That's not fear. That's pretty good. Actually, there, I have a story at Canadian Championships for club. I was playing with Bonnie, my youngest sister, and she chirped at the referee. And because of my reputation, the referee just heard her voice, yeah. oh. turned around and assumed it was me. And for once in my life, I was not guilty. It would have been my sister who chirped and I got the yellow card. And I was like, what the fuck? One family, one club. Yeah, you go. Best dark art story. I forget where we were. What were we talking about? What? No, Dark Arts, Rian. Speaking oh, of Morocco, I think they're going to have an interesting tournament. But I... Back um, to the important stuff. Fine, Dark Arts. I mean, no, Evan Keller would be like, Rian, you will mark Abby Wambach. I'm like, you understand <laughs> that all I can do is Dark Arts on that. And it didn't work. Like, everyone's like, you, you tried really hard. Thanks. Great. I mean, I would climb her. I would be on her back. And she'd be like, oh, it's a foul. I'm like, I know. Shh. Somebody's going to take that quote completely out of context, by the way. <laughs> only you would do that. People <laughs> often. But the smartest thing I've ever seen done, Abby did to me, and I deserved it. I fouled her all the time. It never worked. She scored on me almost every game. But she grabbed, I was behind her, and she grabbed my arm, put it between her body and her arm, and fell over. And I fell on top of her in the box. Oh. And did she win a penalty? No, but it. if the ref had seen it, and yeah. it was the same ref that word of mouth gave Clariella was looking the wrong way for sure it would have looked like I took her out completely and I remember being horrified and really impressed and thinking like oh maybe I should try that like as if I could ever get did away you need to put in your back pocket do you use it another time I I never used it but I was so impressed I thought like that is because Abby was felt all the time and you guys will have not like if you're a, a player that's over five five people you have an unfair advantage um I'm being generous. Claire, how tall are you? I'm 5'10". Yeah, well. I'm 5'8". I mean, so, but the problem with being 5'10 is people think they expect you to win everything in the air. You should. And they think you're good in the air. I hate it. You should. And also, you have red hair. And they everybody me, sees you. They yeah. made me mark, like, Cindy Parlow, who was taller than me and actually Also good. red hair. Also ginger. It was me, Claire, and I'm 5'5". Five five. It had to be you. Yeah, but you have a way better vertical than I do. You probably can jump higher than I can. I'm not sure you would remember me heading. (laughs) Pull back. You didn't jump a lot. (laughs) I I think like I do feel bad for taller players because yes, there's an expectation, but also honestly, the only resource I had to foul was foul. Yeah, it hurts. Hit them early, like give them a nudge. Like I remember being Evan. What do you want from me? And he's like, just hit her early. I'm like, ah. <laughs> very Evan comment. But I mean, she was incredible. I remember just being, she'd come in the back post, the ball would be coming and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, what am I meant to do? So I'd like, dive into her. <laughs> yeah, no. I remember Natasha, do you remember Natasha Kai? She played in 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She, I, the, she was one of the first players I played against that had like a full sleeve of full tattoos. Sleeve. Yeah. 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 And she would make like, uncomfortable unblinking eye contact on corners with you and i was like jesus okay Uh, (laughs) 
Good for her. Yeah, it was, it was like, I mean, I'm not good with that contact at baseline, but this was like, oh my God, this you is working. taken out by word of mouth and eye contact, Claire. <laughs> What's that? I feel that's like some of Jimmy's dates, uncomfortable oh, eye contact, unblinking. Yeah. Oh, it was just, it was a lot. And I was like, yo, what you are doing is working. You can stop now. No, I can't validate that though, Claire. You can have it. Oh. I like, just don't, don't. <sighs> no. Yeah. All right. We are going to go through and we are going to talk about like semis and actually, no, pick your winner. No, forget about it. Not we're going to go. I just wanted your quick comments because we've, we've, we've almost been talking. Why, why about forget hour. about it? I'm jumping in. Go through it. We'll cut this in too. <laughs> you know what? Go yeah. We're, we're busy. The women are working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are, are we going to talk about what? The people who have torn their ACLs? Yeah. Well, I wanted you guys, just your comments. We don't have to delve super no. deeply into it. But actually, a great article came out today. Mm-hmm. And it's FIF Pro that, that put it out. And they're starting research and trying to sort of galvanize the big resources in the game into more research. So, I mean, this tournament is obviously affected. You already alluded to it, Claire. Big names missing due to these ACL injuries. And um, I'm just going to read this quote to kind of just contextualize it for people. So it's, it's more than just about a diagnosis, right? Yes. So it's not, are there more or less ACL injuries nowadays? Instead, the question should be, what are the conditions in which this is occurring? It's not the regularity that's the sole problem. It's the lack of understanding of how it occurs, why it occurs, and how we better protect the well-being of players. So how do we move forward from this? To, to not solve it tomorrow, but to sort of better galvanize everybody in the game to provide women um, and the women's game with the support that it needs as this professionalization sort of catches up to where we are. Yeah, I mean, it's like the the game in its, in its professional form and popularity has gone up at an exponential rate and resources have slowly crept up at a linear rate and uh, we're now seeing this divergence in how much these team these players are expected to play and how their resources aren't matching that and i mean this is not me in a like physician context thing this this is just <clears throat> what the folks who are doing the good work are saying and um like research in 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 all forms, uh, kind of in the medical context as well, is typically really underfunded, and you're constantly trying to kind of like beg for your own resources in that context in order to just fund research. So um, it just strikes me as something that that um, could have been mitigated. Um, and it strikes me as though a lot of folks, even at FIFA, were just sort of like surprised by women's soccer. Like, oh, there it is. Um, and then this sort of allyship pantomime that FIFA's uh, playing with the, the broadcasting rights. Oh, it's mm-hmm. an insult to women. It's like, have you seen how many women have torn their ACLs? And you've just sort of like oh, do some exercises and that'll, that, that, that's enough. It's like address the inequities that are leading up to it. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I find it frustrating. I find it frustrating that, that people sort of seem to think that like women are at higher risk is the end of the conversation. Right. Um, 
And or, or to say the research is there. We know that women are more yes. likely to tear their ACLs, Ben, and there is research that's being done, but it's it's how is that research then taken and implemented? I think yeah, that is, is, is the important piece. Too, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think if we talk about what kind of impact those big name ACL injuries are going to have on this tournament, I kind of break that in a three categories. I think the biggest loss for the game is probably – Jennifer Marjan and that being a career ending injury for her, mm-hmm. probably the biggest loss for the game. I think the biggest loss uh, for this tournament is a li- like sort of, I guess it all comes down to kind of our personal choice, but I mean, I think losing Cascarino for France is one of the biggest loss. I think she could have been one of the most impactful players for a team in this tournament. And I think from a team perspective, um, I think you could say team- Becky's in that conversation as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I think similar to to Rose getting injured for the Canadians, the 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 limitation to the the flexibility and um, the plasticity of a team um, when you lose players like Becky and Rose, it's like there it is a much more restricted way that they can play now. Um, but I think the biggest team losses or the biggest kind of team losses comes down to the English. And I think losing Beth Mead and losing Leah Williamson is going to be, I mean, I, I thought they were going to win the world cup prior to Williamson going down. And then once that, the second that happened, I was like, there goes England's world cup. Mm-hmm. No, they're still going to win it. Just so you well. think so, Ree? I do. Yeah. Ree, do you think that there needs to be, um, just cause I, 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 yeah, I'm going to back them. Yeah. Rian, do you think that there needs to be, like speaking of the welfare of players, accountability mechanisms in place for clubs and national teams to better protect their women's players? It's hard. You know, it's interesting. This is not new. <laughs> like, yeah. No, and that's why it's. Have you seen on your ACLs? No. I've not, no. I only think I did it because my career wasn't actually that long. I stopped when I was 24, 25. I think it's a rare thing that the three of us are on here without having done our ACLs. That's true. I think we can look back at our careers and remember how many we've seen of our teammates. I can still remember the sounds on the pitch of them. I remember Cara. I I can listen. It's not new. What happened is we have a World Cup coming that has more attention than ever before. And these women's names are known now. And it's happened to bigger names. But this is not new. And it's interesting that a lot of them have come from the same club. Sorry, Claire. I think the rate of it's higher though, right? Like, and I'm I not think- sure. That's, I'm interested. I'm not sure about that. I think there's an interesting thing that in Arsenal, they had so many happen. Yeah. Um, so a lot of those are, you know, Medima for, I'm saying that wrong, but Viv from Arsenal, uh, Walty as well as Leah as well. Maybe she just goes by Viv, like Madonna. She is for me. Viv. I'd say her last I think name. it's Medima. 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 Wrong first letter, too. Um, I think, like, absolutely, we're talking about Janine, but we've missed major players before major events before, and Claire, uh, Cara Lang is a great example of that. We we have had more attention on the players before this World Cup, so it's felt like bang, 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 bang. I think it's weird, like, how many of the big names this has happened to, but it happened before the, for the, before the Olympics for a French player as well. I think it was their... Um, their their fullback. Oh gosh, I, I can't remember who it was. Well, and so like yeah, it feels like this cascade of ACLs. This is not new. So when you talk about consequence, 
I'm more interested in us continuing the conversation that Claire's just mentioned. We have always debated the why. Is it your period? Is it the Q angle? Is it overtraining? Is it surface? It's all those things. So like, let's start looking. Is it the boot? The, the, the cleats that women are wearing that are not made for mm-hmm. the body. That are made for men. And right. high performance training that's predicated on studies done on men. So let's understand it's not one thing. I, yeah. I have to, I'm not a doctor, and with my communications degree, I'm coming here to debate with the doctor. For this is an this is an audio <laughs> medium, and Rian is kind of doing like a an old timey. I don't even know what that is. Our motion. <laughs> I have to say, I think we will agree that this is a problem in the women's game that is now being highlighted. And I'm so happy about that, and I'm so sad for all the wonderful players we're going to be missing. But this is something that's needed to be a discussion. It is all those things. It is all those things that need to be researched and understood so we can better protect our women because holding clubs accountable right now without the education would be not fair. And by not fair, I mean they need to be starting to do that research and investing in it. And I think that is where we need to hold people accountable is yep. are we doing the work to protect the women um, and not passing it down to club level. Like, putting it, putting in place standards, like you mentioned Arsenal there and how many injuries they had or ACL injuries at their club. And it right. could be you know, because of chance. Um, But if you look at a team like Chelsea and then Emma Hayes and her history of endometriosis, and then what she's gone through personally has led the club to create measures so that they're better supporting um, these women and these players through periods that are painful or through endometriosis or um, uh, periodized, pun fully intended, uh, training, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, so that they're, they're, they're being you're pulling the maximum out of these players in terms of performance, but you're supporting them in the best way you can as well. For sure. And I want to be clear. I'm not holding Arsenal. I'm not saying they're doing yes. something wrong. They just happen to have a bunch. And it, all those players have had huge years in terms of so much load with the Olympics, with, with uh, COVID pushing the Olympics back and all these games and champions league and that, or the boots or period. Like it could be so many things. I'm just, I'm just, really pointing out um, that it's been shocking to people all of a sudden to recognize this thing that's been happening in the women's game. Now, Claire, it could easily have gone up. I don't know because I haven't seen, but I do think it's not a new thing in the women's game and that people have been guessing at the reasons why for a long time. Um, It'd be great to have some real answers. And I hate, I hate when people push things like almost down Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
If you want to start at grassroots level, that's absolutely fine. Let's invest in that and proprioception and maybe not specializing at five and all these other things that I believe strongly in. Um, start there then or start at the top, but don't just keep pushing it on to other people. If you're if your governing bodies or your clubs are being run by your province, like let's start making demands on the on the people that are overseeing our game to make sure our women and our young girls are being protected because ACLs are being torn very young. Yeah, yeah, because you also have to think that these the absence of these big stars at a tournament where it's going to see so many eyeballs. I mean, yeah. just despite the time change and the, the broadcast rights discussion. Some people that, must live in Asia watching Amy. <laughs> right. Some people must live in Asia. I'm sure there are people there. One or two over there. But yeah. the commercialization of, of the game will be affected with the absence of, of some of these stars. But anyway, mo- moving on, who do you guys think um, will make the semi? So if you are going to pick your, your semifinalists, who would they be? Go, oh, Rian. No, so scared. Don't have the bracket in front of me. And Claire has made her point. I am not going to be getting involved in this. <laughs> okay, so we won't pick the semifinalists. Um, other Claire. than Canada, other than Canada, of course, Claire. I mean, yes, small note. just came with an opinion. <laughs> and another team to watch that's not England. Rian, go. Well, I actually think Germany is going to have a strong tournament, and mm-hmm. I like that they got ready. Wait, wait, we got to change that question. Oh no. I feel like that question has to be, it's got to be your sleeper team. So it can't be be Germany, France, England, US. Like what's your sleeper team? You know what that was? Claire thought your answer was shite. No, no. She said, let's let's change the question. But I like that question a lot. I like no, no, that. No, I, I like that I, angle. I like the answer. But I think I think it's gotta be it, it's gotta be the team that we don't like. Who is going to have a yeah. good run? Not necessarily make the final of the semis, but who's gonna have a good run? Look at me like well, sleeper team could be France. They've had no success, but they should. They are working under this coach. They're kind of a sleeper team if you just look at past successes. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's a fucking bailout answer if I've ever heard one. You're welcome. <laughs> I will call it this one if you give me one. Yes, um, you will. You're a master at doing that. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to go right to the very bottom. I, I do think Haiti's going to catch people unaware, so I'm really pumped to see it. I like um, it. I also think Morocco's an interesting team. I think they've got a decent... Group. Christ, why'd you get... Why'd you get greedy? We asked for one sleeper team and now you're listing off teams. I didn't say it's quarterfinal team. I'm saying like, I don't think they can go through all three teams. I don't even think they might get out of the group. I just think think we're going with exceeding expectations teams right now. Gosh. So many categories, Claire. too late to say I don't want to be on this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go from broadcast. To broadcast. I like the answer to this question. Okay, Claire, who's your sleeper team? Well, now I'm confused about what the assignment is. <laughs> I just said your sleeper team. I'm going team. with like team that might exceed expectations because I think I oh think. Oh my Christ! Stop trying to redefine everything. Just <laughs> answer the question. <laughs> brought a doctor on. Team that I think might exceed expectations, but might not go very far. Uh, I would say Portugal has the potential to kind of lock oh, it. Oh, I like that shout a lot. Yep. Like, they have the potential to like lock it down against the Dutch, and and maybe like maybe get out of their group. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. Um, the You're team- not on two. Sorry. You're done. You like them too? No, you're not. Like you. You're done here. Oh, you had two. 
My second favorite team is it is 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 a team that is that has been playing some just beautiful football and has come back uh, out of a rebuild relatively quickly, I think, and that's Japan. Hmm. Um, that was going to yeah. be my other team to watch, but yes, go. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I think for when you think about kind of, I mean, the the generation they rebuilt from. Um, out of 20, I mean, this is a pretty, that's a pretty, pretty fast rebound um, mm-hmm. after 2015. So I think, I think they'll, they'll be really interesting to watch. I mean, I, I I'm going to add more teams. Um, I don't no, think you're allowed. Actually, I think you are because I really like your answers, Claire. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Like I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the jaunty host hat and I say, no, Claire's done. We're moving on to golden <laughs> ball, golden <laughs> boot. And Golden Glove. Well, I didn't prepare for this one. Good heavens. Okay. Off the cuff. Wait, wait, wait. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one out of the three. Golden Ball and Boot. Mm Mm-hmm. And or Glove. Is it Golden Glove or Golden Gloves? Golden Glove. They have two gloves, though. And then there's there's a best. It's not their drummer for Def Leppard. There's a Best Young Player Award, too. Yep. The Tanisha Buchanan won in 2015. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, showing off now. Yeah, you are. I've done all World Cups, guys. There's <laughs> a lot of information I don't need up here. Yeah. I will go first, though. I'm going to say that um, Sophia Smith for the U.S. As what? Win Golden Boot. She's an unknown talent. They won't be I would agree with that. <laughs> That's right. Well, whether you, you know, you, you know about Sophia Smith, you know all of her quality that she brings, you, you, you still can't stop her. But you also have to look at the groups they're in, and I say this with love, but they're going to destroy Vietnam. And and how many goals did Alex Morgan score against Thailand? And Thailand? Five? Five? Yeah, because she counted them. On. Yes, I remember. I had things and to say about She that. drank her tea. Is that the same game? No, she drank her tea in the next game. Oh, that's right. Um, that was- no, so- oh, of course. So oftentimes I, I find the Americans in particular will get this kind of like golden boot head start based on their draw. Um, and realistically, I mean, they're, yeah, she's, I think you're right. Golden ball. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to go Sheridan golden glove. Uh, Maybe optimistically, but that's my shout. And um, Oberdorf for, uh, for Germany. I love golden ball. <clears throat> I yeah. love her. You're implying Fabulous that they're going to make the final because they're not going to get the golden ball to anybody who's made the final. Oh, that's true. I think they, they're going to do well. And yeah, it would be interesting. I like all your answers. I'm going to back all Thank of you. you. I think Thank Basha you is the best young player. Who, sorry? Uh, Basha, French player. Yep. Yeah. I think she wins the We all know Basha. <laughs> She's what I got some falafel there the other day. <laughs> and uh um golden what was the one I'm missing? Golden ball. That end up my that hmm, I think Eugenie Lissamer wins that. Yeah. If France gets there, I think it uh will be Renard. Yeah. I think they'll give it to a defender? I think they will. Yeah. That's very because, it, like, because it's Wendy awesome. Renard. No, because I'm sure she's going to score as well as be a defensive. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I just think she's incredible. Yeah, that's that's an absolutely 
realistic possibility. But Summer has been, you know, she's had a sort of like a few like quieter years and she's on the up again now, which is kind of. Well, this is the redemption year, right? Mm-hmm. Every oh. year, every major tournament is a redemption tournament for France. It's for France, I mean, I've never seen. This is the only thing. Like I, I'll say it here. I, I don't like love how that whole coaching transition occurred. Just in terms of like, um, it's it's a hard a hard um, job, and she obviously wasn't the right coach for that team. But how it happened, like ah, it's it's kind of yeah, that's a whole other podcast probably, but the way that they have connected under their new coach is probably the most connected I've seen a French team. And that has always been their Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he's done a great job. He's saying the right things about, you know, mothers bringing their children to the, you know, tournaments, this connectivity I've never seen with a French team before. And um, I think it's going to pay off in their results and how far they go. Yeah. It's uh, I agree. I, yeah, I, I think that, I think they're going to be, um, surprisingly consistent and strong for how they performed in previous world cups. Yeah. Consistent um, is key because they've been strong in games. It's just like, you just never know which one you're going to get. Exactly. And, and that's, I think, um, I think the struggle the Canadians have had with the world cup is that it's, it's a, um, it's a marathon and, mm-hmm. and maintaining, maintaining that kind of like attacking prowess and that consistency in there and has not, has not clicked for them in the last, well, I'll give the last two world cups. I feel like 2011 is not really fair. Um, Cause that, I mean, I haven't seen a group of death. Like I've seen that group of death. Um, Almost killed me. In fact, I mean, have you ever seen <laughs> like France, Germany, Nigeria and Canada? I was like, okay. Loved it. Great experience. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it was really fun. Um, yeah, and yeah, so I think I think the cons- <laughs> last place. Yeah, <laughs> my counselor and I are still working through it. <laughs> Almost there. So I, just, I think is in a World Cup in a World Cup context is really important, and I think this is the time for the French team to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they have the uh, personnel to do it. I think you're right. They have the right coaching environment to do it. Um, and they have a solid degree of experience too. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's the cool part about this tournament, the cool part about this tournament, if we can like set us out, set aside kind of the horror of VACLs. And I think there are more, it was not like this leading up to from an analyst perspective, the previous three tournaments, it was not like this. Um, and, and if we can, if we can, turn that turn away from that slightly and look at okay well look at the number of young players that now have a really big opportunity um and how exciting that is um and how exciting it is that it's no longer a tournament that you look at and you think okay the americans are going to win it you know oh you leave that to the like leading up to 2019 i was like ooh, maybe france will win it but it's like yeah no the americans are going to win it and this is the first time i've I've started one of these world cups and been like, I, there's like eight teams that could make the final, um, you know, exciting for the women's game for sure. It's not obvious anymore. And it's not a foregone conclusion. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, isn't that a gift of expanding the tournament? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, but yeah, and your point earlier, I didn't, I didn't mention it, but, but yeah, I, I like fighting back against the, ooh, it's too soon to expand it. Some teams are going to get blown out. It's like, oh, okay, so then what, like, what's the scoring cap that we should cap the men's games at too? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're right. Federations don't pay attention until you have something to work for. I mean, like if, if they're paying attention to women's soccer at all, but they, they're not going to pay attention until you have a major tournament like that to play for. And they realize, okay, there's now there's prize money involved and we didn't even get to that. But um, I, I think it's, it's like the, the growth of the game um, is dependent on how um, on, on, on teams making, uh, the world making an appearance at the World Cup, and um, it's gonna be fun, guys. It's gonna be. Yep. You guys are gonna have great tans. Well, not in, in Toronto. <laughs> no, no. I'd be on a mental schedule of games at one a.m. and three a.m. and six a.m. and bags under my eyes. It'll be great. You had you're prepared for this. Yeah, but you know, yeah. you you follow Footy we'll Prime. Footy Prime, the broadcast, and you have access to these great discussions, these anecdotes, but also the broader discussion oh. that is always the women's game. See what I did there? Yeah, there's eight. Eight. yeah. And also, if you if you subscribe, I don't know if this is an actual thing because yeah, I think you can subscribe to to podcasts. You also have access to Claire's Vein, a new short story title nice. available when you buy your finest books. Like, I just don't know. I've been in the sun in itself. My skin shouldn't be translucent right now. Translucent. What are we talking about? We need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Anyway, so that's it. Will we wrap it up? Is this it? Yeah, I got to go. I I think this is it. I do. But Claire, wait, before before we go, talk about the first world problems of traveling from Salt Spring Island and what it means for you in terms of your luggage and ferries. There's just a lot of ferries and dragging suitcases between cars on ferries is hard. And I have to probably transfer onto two ferries and then get to the airport. And I live in paradise. I get it. Can't you use a float plane? I could do that. Uh, oh my God. The entitlement in this discussion. I could, I could, oh, I could. so many ferries for all my bags. Or I could take a float plane. <laughs> That is uh, a genuine way to travel between the islands. Okay, personal float plane. It's like a. Tech. I could do that. I worry about the weight limit with my bags. I see. You really have packed interest in me. Okay. Well, I'm going for like three to six weeks. But have fun. Six weeks. Yeah. Have enjoy it. I can't wait to hear about it. You're Who's the have. rest of the crew you're going to be over there with in Australia? You're going to be with Luke and Carm. Luke, Carmen, Lindsay Hamilton. Carmen, Australia. She's going to be in Australia with you. Yeah, she's calling the games with Luke. Oh, fantastic. No. And I'm going to be in, in Toronto with Laura Dykin and Janine sometimes and Aaron McLeod. Yeah. I will be on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Can we FaceTime? Absolutely. I'll yeah. have comments. <laughs> that is, is you're going to have the most sun exposure of all of us. There's a chance, but I have Welsh roots, so. Oh, um, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not translucent, Claire, but uh, the the skin does burn before it tans. So yeah, yeah, my freckles just amalgamate into this like. That's my tan. My freckles join. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've reached the end. We are done here. That's right. So Charms always says, "Keep buying newspapers and cheers for listening." What's what's our send off? Bye.
Oh, fun. Bye. No. No, no, I didn't. need something better. Broadcast later. I didn't realize it was my responsibility to come up with taglines. No, it's not. I should have thought of it, and I didn't. Where's Dan Wong? Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Longer. Uh, I really liked Rian's uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> I agree. No, seriously, we need it. We need an ending, kind of, don't so, we? Yeah, I think good. you just put Charm's accent on and you you fake it. Follow the game. <laughs> no, listening to this, we can't have radio silence. I'm sure we can. Okay. No, so they're going to cut what, it all and make it sound good. This is this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about uh, Footy Prime, the broadcast, right? So. Everyone listen, subscribe. Also subscribe to Footy Prime, the podcast, where everyone gets to have have a chat. And uh, the yeah. other thing is TSN for both Claire and Amy and Rian's window for to watch her on her couch. So that's important. <laughs> nice. <laughs> kind of infinite. Can I go to the bathroom? I don't think I'm necessary here. <laughs> and then just you sign off, Amy. Now you get to sign off. Join us next time. Keep your balls in the air. I don't know. <laughs> Boom 442. Boom! Yes! <laughs> Wait, I've womb. got it. Thanks in for listening. Womb. Thanks for listening to Footy, Footy Prime, the broadcast. The breast broadcast going. Yes! I was trying to think of a boom one. Oh. Rian, did you hear? It's so good. Okay. Footy Prime, the broadcast. The breast podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. I'm going to go with bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.